So there are people that say that Braun possibly lived through this and maybe was a Decepticon uh, spy the whole time. And they say it's because he got shot in the shoulder. Well, obviously that's, that's not true. I mean... This is a conspiracy theory. Let's me... There we go. Our... Ryan's not particularly thrilled with this minute. <laughs> gentlemen and welcome to the autopod decepticast this is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute by minute breakdown of the 1986 animated transformers movie this is your host aaron along with me is i'm ryan hi and i'm caleb and uh, we are here today to discuss it's the episode nine we're covering minute 801 to the nine minute mark of the transformers movie we're going to start things off with kind of a uh Heart-shattering Decepticon victory and end with fishing. Yeah, it's the the end of the second most depressing scene in this film, and <laughs> the most boring scene in this yeah. film. It's a weird mashup. <laughs> well, so yeah, that's true. I mean, just to recap the last episode because it was so intense. Uh, we, I mean, it was really harsh. Brawn dead. Bra- uh, Prowl super dead. <laughs> Ratchet, Ratchet dead. Ironhide dead. Uh, Question so. mark. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was an emotional journey that basically ended with Megatron kind of uh, releasing himself from Starscream's hands, transforming, backflipping into like kind of a victory pose. And um, he's a good poser. Yeah, yeah. So with this episode, basically kicks right into classic Starscream Megatron yeah. shit talk. <laughs> I have notes about that. There's a lot of that in this movie. Like, they really, if you if you, if this is your first exposure to the dynamic of Starscream and Megatron, they really want to hand her home that he fucking hates this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Megatron is uh, he'll, he'll very derisive. Him, he'll let him sh- pull his trigger. He'll let him shoot him. But then he'll transform out and call him an idiot. That was kind of sexy. <laughs> well, what's happening? Pull my trigger. Yeah, it's like so. And Starscream's so used to being yelled at, he doesn't even have a reaction. He just <laughs> kind of stands there. Uh, yeah. In fact, okay. So at the eight twelve mark is right as they're sort of trading the barb. Then Megatron calls him an idiot, starts to walk away, and that then as. <laughs> Then he looks a little sad. He kind of just gets resets really, to neutral. I mean, he's got the like the the um, the frowny face, <laughs> parabola or whatever. Anyway, so this is also the part where Megatron explains the big plan. They're pulling a when Trojan we, horse situation. That's right. When we slip by the early warning systems in their own shuttle and destroy Autobot City, the Autobots. Oh, it'll be vanquished forever. Can you do a Megatron? Voice? No, I can't. I've tried. Okay. No. Who's the voice of Megatron? Uh, Frank Wolker. He even yeah, we covered him in exhausting. <laughs> we did. I, yeah. we, I would. I, well, yeah. There's no read to talk, reason to really talk about him anymore. And like go like yeah. In he fact, probably did three quarters of the characters on this. Well, and as, as to doing an impression of Megatron, I've tried because I watched a thing where Frank Welker, and I've mentioned this in the other episode, where Frank Welker explains how he came up with the voice, which is starting with a voice call he calls. I'm lost in a cave, which is, <laughs> I'm lost in a cave! 
And then he added more elements to it. So I, he does hold his throat, so I've tried Ugh. to do a Megatron, but I, I just sound like I'm dying. I think it would just be hurt. It would hurt. It hurts my voice. Like, I start Maybe coughing. Grab, hold up. I guess that white. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. That's right. Why he's so in demand. I once heard uh, Mel Blanc's hardest character to do was Yosemite Sam. Like, he had to, like, really dig deep to, like, have that energy. And apparently it was really hard. Like, it was really exhausting to do Yosemite Sam. (laughs) It it does sound like it would be, yeah. I was about to try to do Yosemite Sam. Let's see if I can do it. Great! I can't do it at all. (laughs) Great horny tones! (laughs) I can't do it. Uh, Again, that's why. My biscuits are burning! That's why. Great season ghost! Yeah. I could do Alf. Yeah. For, but I'll do it another time. But, oh, you're teasing <laughs> us now. So welcome to the Looney Look Tunes. forward to episode yeah. 10 when I do this Alf. Is our, this welcome is our podcast called uh, Chatting with Voice Artists. <laughs> Who aren't voice artists. <laughs> okay, moving on. So um, what to you guys is the most brutal death in the movie that we've seen thus far? Uh, There's really only one more significant one, I guess. But Yeah. Uh, What's the most brutal? Well, uh, uh, when 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 the when the life goes out of the eyes of uh, Prowl, Prowl, and smoke comes out of his goddamn smoke mouth. Smoke comes out of his mouth. That's and that's kind of like the first like time, the first reveal of like, all right, they can die. they are dying. You know, true. Yeah, I would agree. That's the roughest. The light goes I out. mean, the, I will say though, get. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I'm just reiterating. The light goes out of his eyes. And Literally, they, they do it slow. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's and then he falls. I would say the ratchets is pretty tough too because he gets shot a lot. <laughs> but so you guys both think that's more grotesque than the iron Ironhide? Hide? Uh, yeah, like just straight up execution, point blank range. Yeah, um, well, I, I, it just it, it has more of an impact to me. Yeah, you don't. Like, see it's kind of it. like I rem, like I remember that mm-hmm. scene more than anything else. The bummer more to me is not that it's so brutal. Um, is that Ironhide's my second favorite character. In this show, oh, I didn't know that. Behind yeah. uh, Octopus Prime. Oh, okay, all right. Why, why iron? Why? Why not? I like. His, I think it's his voice, and he's just like an old crotchety, fucking like. Come on, Prime. I don't want to do that shit. So I kind of wish he when he when he got shot, he would have been like. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that smarts. <laughs> now we're doing Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so... It is a cool pose, though, that Megatron has. Like, it's a neat yeah. angle they chose to do that in. How did he not blow a hole in the ship or blow his foot off? I mean, he's got... He's got control, Are you maybe? the most powerful oh. cannon in the, in the... I guess, can he use his mental powers to control how I, strong... Or I'm just making this strong enough to kill this guy. I think that's what I would think. All right, well... Because it would... Uh, jumping ahead. Never mind. That's, that's minutes away. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, so... Everybody well, dies on this ship. The ship then kind of flies off into the distance. They Decepticons take over the bridge area here. And uh, then we're on Earth. Well, well, I guess we see the, the ship flying towards Earth. And then it pans, and you see um, Hot Rod and Daniel fishing. Daniel's depressed. He misses his dad. Hot Rod tries to console him. They catch a fish. That's basically (laughs) the end of the the minute. Do you you notice, look at the size. Like, he has a a rod and reel that is enormous. (laughs) 
Okay, like, yeah. The fishing poles bother me a lot. Well, okay. They needed one a large fishing pole for a man his size. I can only assume this is custom made. Well, his name's Hot Rod, right? <laughs> and that's... A that's, like fishing rod? Like a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an accessory he came with. Yeah. Uh, it is an accessory he came with on the uh, Masterpiece Is it? That's rod. awesome. I've got one. I was just getting ready to You're say kidding. that. You're kidding. That's, that's yeah, really cool. A rod and, oh, yeah. my God. That's it's awesome. badass. I never will pose him with now, it, but... Now, I hate this... Because, like, okay, leaving aside he had a custom-made fishing pole, why are they holding him upside down? Clearly, nobody involved in this movie oh, has been fishing. I don't know. No, 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 no. Those are, see, you know what? These are fly, see, these are fly fishing rods. <laughs> but they're, they're not, not fly though. fishing. I know that, but that's what they're using. They're using, like, fly fishing rods. So, y- yes, uh, those, uh, they're, they're not in- completely incorrect. Well, the, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. They're both holding them in their left hand. Or they're, they're, but that's also means you can't. They're holding re- him in the wrong hand for reeling exactly. it in. Also, because you'd have to reel with your left hand. Um, well, I'm left-handed, so I mean, that's do how you I do, do you reel with your left hand? I reel with my right hand. Well, Welcome everybody to the Autopod <laughs> Decepticast is... Angling Hour. Yeah, the the Decepticast. <laughs> <laughs> so pleased with himself. That was pretty good. Uh, so in Hot Rods Decepticast. Yeah, see, like he's gonna we're gonna have a side we're gonna start That's a side good. a side cast uh, where it's all about uh, Transformers fishing. Or we can just do like Transformer puns. Hot Rod well Hot Rods Decepticast. It's all about his experiences like you know out on the lake and uh, fly fishing with his dad. Yeah. Uh, I, in the original I think Ron Friedman has never been uh, fishing either, because in the original script oh my god. <laughs> starts with uh, them seeing the ship land, and then he goes, so that hasn't happened yet in this one. But then whenever Hot Rod reels up the fish, uh, he he pulls up a line with three fish on it. How is that even in the, possible? In the, in the original script? Yeah. I don't even know why that would be like... pulls. It's, this is literally what it says. Pulls line up to show he's caught three large fish. <laughs> we need to get our line aligned on what versions of the script we're looking at, because my, in my version... There is no mention of fishing, or they, or they are fishing. There's never a part where they actually catch a fish. Oh. Like there's no, in fact, um, real missed opportunity. <laughs> so when, yeah, uh, d- on Earth, Daniel's kind of got his portable viewer, and he's keeping track of the, f- like he, it, it, the scene opens up, and it's like Daniel's already sees that the ship is coming in. He's getting excited about it. There's no mention of him being depressed, sad, missing his dad. He just basically the ship's coming. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then I'm jumping a little into next episode, technically, and then but then Hot Rod uh, throws the pole into the the, the lake, and then <laughs> they go <laughs> his custom pole. This so is, he's is that, like so not even. Is that getting ready to happen? No, no, he doesn't do one. that here. There's, but in the script, there's no littering in the script. They in my version of the script. They literally. We write, need to figure out. What, like, yeah, it'll be interesting to figure out which All one. Of that's ridiculous. Why? When, I love the script Friedman, deviation is Fried, parts of this. Is Friedman writing? Do you think Friedman was writing that he caught three fish, kind of as a, dis, a demonstration of his prowess? But fishing. it's impossible. It's literally well, I know. impossible. I know. So you're right. He doesn't understand fishing. You, you, a good fisherman isn't known for 
catch reeling multiple fish, fish at once. Time, he caught like seven fish. Unless he's got like that hooks wins. down the line, like you do in a, a deep sea fishing right. commercial vessel. You just catch him with a net. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and we don't that's know if weird. this is a Friedman thing right. or a Dilly thing, oh, okay. but uh, a lot of, a uh, lot of. But they in your version, they actually just wrote that he just threw the rod into the lake. <laughs> right. They threw the rod it's into a weird the lake, detail. and uh, <laughs> then they took off. But another script deviation on mine when it comes to the uh, scene on the ship, uh, Ironhide instead of saying no and being blown to atoms, he said he he says. Fat chance, Megatron. Oh, and that's... then picks himself up, grabs onto Megatron, and Megatron then just flings him against a wall and says such heroic nonsense. But they, it doesn't mention that he like executes him yeah. at that point. Well, so I'm is, sure they changed you know, it. They punched to... it up. This one's this is yeah. better. <laughs> okay. So I might have an earlier version. You may have God. draft two, perhaps. I feel I try. There's I, a way to I feel like the one that. I have is pretty early because it's uh it's really different. But well, at some point between my draft and your draft, We're somebody decided, like, zero fish, three fish, <laughs> and then they settled <laughs> on one fish. Well, good. I, I think they made a good choice. Yeah. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to have... One fish is a good fish. What a good like, number of fish. I, I would hope that, like, actually, you know, what would be awesome is if he did throw the, the rod into the lake, and it shows the rod sinking to the bottom of the lake with a pile of other rods. <laughs> Like every time he's just like, they're disposable rods. They're well, single like use rods. They, in his mind, they are. So he's just like, no wonder it's so. They need so much energon. They're wasting all their time building rods. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, I, I've got a couple, I've got a few notes about Daniel here. Uh, but uh, okay, so the character. Let, I'll talk about the character, and then I'll talk about the actor a yeah. little bit. Who, so who is Daniel? So that's Spike's son, but uh, so a couple questions that I have in my notes here is, why is Hot Rod babysitting Daniel? He's clearly the most responsible. <laughs> right. I would, uh, or I or he's the biggest six. fuck up, and that's they're like, you're with the kid. Like, both of you guys, we don't <laughs> like, give a shit. Yeah. Right. Like, we're going to go we're, fish. We're planning on invading, uh, invading, uh, and uh, Cybertron. Cybertron, you go over here and just help Daniel fish. For a while. <laughs> right. Maybe that's why in the script he threw the pole in the water because he hates this. <laughs> right. So okay, but then I start thinking a little deeper. So obviously Daniel is a, a like kind of at least initially he's just a device to explain that time has passed. Mm -hmm. In a previous minute, we see Spike as an adult, and now you, what's Spike been up to all this time? Well, fucking, I guess because well, uh, he's got a well like, at least 10, 12 year old. And this kid. movie <laughs> is a real sausage party because we don't even get to see. Carly, presumably Spike's wife, who had the baby. Well, she shows up in the in the show three. But, uh, <laughs> but so okay, and then that makes me think even more. Okay, we all know Spike from the cartoon. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what the hell is his relationship to the Autobots? They've got him on a moon base on the front lines well, of the war. The security. What officers. like what value is he adding? Like what? Maybe what's his role well, in this whole thing? What does he do for them? Is this Spike's a job? Is this a job? Uh, what is his job? Do they pay him? Spike Do they pay is, him by babysitting Spike his son? Is, Spike, I mean, Spike is <laughs> us. Care. Daniel is us, the viewer, the and kid. Just as a short side note, the, if you're going to have humans, two is a perfect number of humans in a Transformer movie. That's kind of a shot at the other ones. But um, I think that Spike, is he's with Bumblebee, so I think they're both like scout slash security guys. Um, I don't know why he's, I mean, maybe he what? just is good, he's, I don't know. Did he go to college for this? He probably just had on-the-job training. <laughs> yeah, he was. He had a field uh, field promotion. An okay. He had an internship. 
right, well, he does have that sweet I suit. tried to do research to find out, like, if technically what his role was. And the only thing I could find is that in Season 3, uh, he appears to be some kind of, like, intergalactic ambassador, sort of, wow. for, like, Earth and and the robotic nations of the world. And then I do, I've do i seen some of the post-season three in Japan, Transformers continued another number of seasons, and I've seen part of the Headmasters, uh, is what it was called, the first uh, Japanese series. And in that, he's definitely kind of de- like a space ambassador. So he's like kind Spock. Of character, after sort of, yeah. After it's hard to really understand what's going on with those shows, but... Um, well, but I, uh, I can see it from a writer's standpoint that he's he's like... It's their it's their way of, of having connection between the, the human viewer. Just because he's the first human that gets to interact with them, now he gets to represent all of humanity I on mean, their behalf. Somewhere. Yeah, well, hey, we love the guy. Uh, do you think he messes? Do you think he, you know, in his in his studies, like he had he took like a potion selected at all? <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. uh, well, the trans the transformers don't appear to uh, have knowledge of potions. That's really a Lithonian thing. Yeah, but you know, as an <laughs> that's why the Lithons as were kicked off of Cybertron decades long ago. ago. Like, it was like, like potion like, like I was going to say the, uh, the the Puritans. Spike's an emissary, and on his trip to Lithonia, he brings them a variety of potions as a gift. All right, so uh, then I'll, I'll try and cover this really quickly because uh, people probably don't care that much. But uh, just to, since I've been kind of covering the actors mm-hmm. a little bit, so the the kid that played Daniel, his name is David Mendenhall, and actually. Uh, this guy works, man, and he was working a lot whenever this came uh, came on. Uh, he was probably about 13 or 14 when this was recorded. And uh, he had a really, from 82 to 86, a pretty incredible run of voiceover work. Um, so j- he continued to do Daniel and the Transformers, but he did stuff on Smurfs, Rainbow Bright, Puff the Magic Dragon. I don't know if that's an animated movie or TV show. Cabbage Patch Kids, Bernstein Bears, Potato Head Kids. And then he was actually a live actor on General Hospital for the good part of six years from 79 to 86. And you have seen this movie, Ryan. I haven't. I know it's a classic and my wife loves it. But apparently, I don't know if he is like the main kid in Over the Top. Yes, but he, he is, is uh, in Over the Top. Okay, that so movie is <clears throat> so good. <laughs> I have watched that movie probably twenty times, and uh, it's ridiculous, but I love it. Um, I'm never going to get to talk about it, so I'm going to say right here that um, they offered that to Stallone like five times, and kept upping the money and upping the money until he was getting twenty million dollars, and he was like, "Oh, fuck it, nobody's going to see this." That's literally what he said. <laughs> And nobody did. He got paid twenty million. I think it was it was either twelve or twenty, something like that. It couldn't have been twenty. It must have been twelve, but it was it was high. Stallone had a knack though for being in movies, and they they all they for the most part at that era in the eighties they made bank. They did, and this one did not. I mean, it's probably made his money back now, but it's I love that movie. In fact, I just watched it last weekend. Well, I listened to the How Did This Get Made over the top. Yeah, yeah, and it was really it's pretty good. I'll have to check it. I need to watch the movie. I think we own it. I think you, you gave do. It I bought. It. I gave it to Melanie I've for her like, birthday. I've never. But the, he is so. He's he actually uh, uh, this uh, Mr. Uh, Mendenhall won a Razzie for worst supporting actor in that movie, and uh, but still acting today. Uh, still. Parts in movies. So. I don't think he was bad in that movie. He's insufferable, but I think that's the character. 
Well, I, I didn't. Anyway, I guess I wasn't really reviewing the acting while watching that movie <laughs> about arm wrestling guys. BTW. That's what the movie's about. Is that the one that? Is there a famous scene in that where a guy's arm gets broken while arm wrestling? There is a scene where a guy gets arm gets okay. broken. Yes. All right. It is uh, gross. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um. I think, no, I don't think I have anything else. I think that was all I wanted to mention. All right. Well, uh, with that, guys, that ends episode nine. What's in store the next minute? What can the you listeners... tease it a little bit? Yeah. Well, let's think about the this next here. minute. <laughs> how, how, do you guys, how do you guys feel about Whoppers? Like, you want to go to Burger King right now? Just, or the candy. Or just the word. Oh, I, I get it. God, that took way too long. Uh, I still don't I still don't get it. Uh, how do you guys feel about Back to the Future Part 2? <laughs> yep, that's in there. Uh, a little <laughs> Caleb bit, just looking at me with lost eyes. I don't think you'll know what I'm talking about, but a little bit of Knight Rider as well. Ooh. Just I, hmm. All right, well, I have no idea what's Listener, going on if uh, this intrigued you at all, tune in. <laughs> if this is the last episode you listen to, for episode ten. <laughs> Sorry, of the Autopod uh, Decepticast. Yeah, we are uh, on Twitter at uh, apoddcast at apoddcast, and mm-hmm. same on fl- Facebook, Fleshbook. That's a different website. That's a different website I'm uh, I'm setting up. Okay. Uh, and then um, email um, is auto. Is it the same? Apoddcast at Gmail. Apoddcast at Gmail. And you can get all this through our website, which is autopoddeceptacast.com. Like and subscribe. Yes, please. And review. Who told you guys you could? Oh, we're on do iTunes. We're on iTunes. We're on also. iTunes. I didn't think you were gonna do it. <laughs> I thought kidding. you were gonna skip it. Subscribe and like. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah, we just got on I, on the iTunes store. Actually, uh, the, here we are sitting at episode nine, and <laughs> we just actually started uh, publishing and promoting. So, yeah. Uh, but at any rate, uh, thank you guys for your listening, and we'll talk to you. Best sign out ever. Bye. Bye. <laughs>